Welcome to the Expert Gold Podcast, which helps entrepreneurs and business owners develop more magnetic messages on and off the internet. Now join your host, Gihan Pereira, as he helps you turn your ideas, insights, and expertise into practical business boosting strategies, tactics, and actions. Make better conference calls. One of my predictions for 2010 is that we'll see a massive growth in the use of virtual meetings. Things like conference calls and teleseminars and video conferencing and webinars, things like that. No, that's not a surprising prediction because this sort of technology has been gradually gaining momentum over the last few years. But I'm willing to go out on a limb and suggest that 2010 will be the year that they reach a tipping point. In fact, I'll predict that face-to-face meetings will decline as a result. There are a number of things that make me confident that this is going to be the case, such as greater access to reliable broadband internet connections, organizations who want to trim expenses and cut costs, there's better and affordable technology for these sort of virtual meetings. Educators and business people are becoming more comfortable with this technology. There's a greater reliance on outsourcing and offshoring and working across remote offices and and telecommuting. And there's a higher cost and inconvenience of traveling. So if you want to be aligned with this trend, you must learn how to perform well in an electronic meeting room, whether it's as a meeting participant, a chairperson, or a presenter. My friend Brandon Munro and I have written an ebook called Best Practice Conference Calls, which helps you participate in and even chair a conference call more effectively. So you can get the ebook at betterconferencecalls.com. But even if you don't get the entire ebook, you can download our one-page conference call etiquette guide, which is completely free, and it gives you 10 tips for better etiquette on a conference call. So let me go through those 10 tips here for you now. Number one, find a quiet environment with good call quality. So make sure that you shut your door if possible. Don't take the call in an open plan office. Um, if there are other people around, let them know that you that you are on a call and you don't want to be disturbed. If you're at home, be aware of things like children and pets and washing machines and kitchen noises and vacuum cleaners. At your desk, make sure that your chair or desk doesn't squeak when you move. Make sure you mute other phones and things like your email alerts and things like that. Number two, be on time. So make sure you dial in a few minutes before the scheduled starting time, during the time that the line is open. It's just so there's any, if there's technology problems, you can sort them out. So the, the chair should start the meeting on time, regardless of whether all participants have dialed in. And whenever possible, should finish on time as well. Number three, identify yourself and address people by name. So when you first enter the call, announce yourself by your name, your title and organization. Ensure that if there's anyone uninvited that they're taken off the call and immediately announce anybody who wanders into the call. Identify yourself before speaking or before answering general questions because not everybody will recognize your voice. And address people by name if you're asking a question of them directly. Number four, stay silent while waiting for the call to start. So allow the other participants to make the most of the minutes before the call formally starts. So don't socialize or start talking about the content of the call or anything else. Uh, Just allow them to work silently and get a little bit more productive while waiting for the call to start. Number five, be polite. So don't speak over people, interrupt, make sarcastic comments, make side comments, or make personal attacks on people. So pause frequently to allow for comments or questions and thereby limit interruptions. Number six, use the mute button when you're not speaking. That eliminates the background noise and improves the call quality for everybody. Number seven, avoid audible distractions. Things like pencil tapping or humming or sighing or paper shuffling or smacking your lips. Make sure you're not eating during the call. And turn off call waiting on your phone and don't put a call on hold because everybody will hear your hold music. Number eight, avoid multitasking. 
So turn off your email and your mobile phone and give your full attention to the call. If you really have to do multitasking, then ensure it's muted or very quiet. It's surprising how easy it is to hear somebody tapping away at their keyboard uh, when, you're, when they're on a conference call. Number nine. Stay on track and ensure that private matters are solved outside the call. Because if something involves only some of the participants, have that as a private discussion outside the call or in a separate conference call. So don't conduct side conversations just because the person you need to talk to happens to be on the call. And number 10, and we think the most important one, is be succinct. So present your information clearly in a structured way. Avoid repetition. Don't talk unnecessarily or allow the conference call to stray off topic. And don't give detailed reasoning where a simple answer will suffice. So those are our 10 tips for better etiquette on a conference call. As I said earlier, you can download them as a free one-page etiquette guide, which you can then print or email to your other participants on a call. And you can get all of that at betterconferencecalls.com. You've been listening to the Expert Goal Podcast. Visit us on the web at gihanperera.com. That's G-I-H-A-N-P-E-R-E-R-A.com. You can join the podcast, listen to past issues, and leave your comments, suggestions, and ideas. We look forward to having you back soon. In the meantime, remember, great minds don't think alike.